do here. Oh my, we've never seen this. We've never okay. seen this. Here comes the attitude. Oh. Powerball. Jutsu. Stars clashing. Be my fashion. It's fantastic. I'm Doc Gallows when I'm smashing. But one thing about Jim Cornette is, like, when he talks about politics, how much he hates Trump is pretty funny. And I read it in his own voice and how he sounds. Who do you think he hates more, Trump or Vince Russo? I think it's Vince Russo, because he said he had pissed on his grave and once uh, That's true. he said, if I'm, like, fucking, like, you know, but he dies before me, I'm just going to will me up to his grave so I can piss on it. I'm like, yo, that's extreme hatred. That's true. But, I mean, like, the other day, all he was just tweeting, like, Donald Trump pictures, like, fuck this dude. I was like, okay, Jim, that's what we on today. Kenny Omega getting a little break. Yeah, like, you know, like, I, I like Jim Carnett when he's, like, you know, talking about politics and how much he hates Trump's because it's pretty funny. When he talks about wrestling, it's like, it's, it's hit or miss, you know? Some shit I agree, some shit I really don't agree with. Once I got to the point, I realized Jim Carnett, this is from a different generation, all they cease to be. I was like, okay, I can see where you at from that. Yeah, because some of these points he makes sense, though, but it's like, it's not fucking 1988 Star Kid anymore, like, you know, shit's changed. <laughs> oh, man, that's true. Like, that's what it is, like, some, some people are still stuck in that way, you know, like, oh, wrestling is dying, but I'm like, wrestling is pretty cool, like, wrestling is the same like it used to, and I'm like, it's it's a bigger platform now, people get their stuff out there, like, it's a whole fucking social media before, from back in the day, like, it was hard to get in contact with, like, with, like fine wrestling. Like, you just changed tapes from, like, 
conventions and stuff. People are trading ECW tapes and indie tapes and stuff. Right. I don't know. But now it's like, there's so much person out there. Like, there's something for everybody. Like, just find the thing that works for you. You're all set. Like, I might not like WWE. Might like AEW. Or Impact. New Japan. MLW. Whatever. There's, there's something out there for you. So what's going on in the world of wrestling? Sienna Ross having a reunion with all these old people coming back. What but I think it's a thing. Uh, Monday, I think it's for ratings, though. I think oh. I feel like uh, when they start doing that, they're desperate for ratings because like, people are like, you know, not really fucking with Raw. But they said Paul Heyman would save Raw. Oh, we didn't, talk, yeah, but, we didn't talk about that. We haven't talked about yeah. that. Yeah, we've been on since uh, some guys have been on, like, hired. But I feel like it's a work in progress, though. He's not going to change it overnight, you know? Yeah, apparently his official job doesn't start yet. But unlike Eric Bischoff, who's going to be in charge of SmackDown, Eric's like, hey, I don't start until this date. I'm not showing up until then, which is hilarious to me, which makes sense, though. Like, you got Yeah, and he moved to... And he moved to uh, Connecticut, too, yeah. which is crazy. But I, I feel Eric. Like, if you started a job, got a new job, it's like, all right, you don't have to start to the 21st. Eh, you wouldn't show up on the 17th. Like, okay. Hey, what's going on? Nah, I feel you, Eric. But I feel like you said a, uh, a desperate attempt for them to counter AEW. I... Kinda. I feel like they're signing even like backstage people that they just don't want to go to other companies. Like, like if Paul Heyman took his mind to AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, anything like that, like the game would change. And it's like, let's just pay him some more money and keep him here. Same with Eric Bischoff. Like, Eric Bischoff won the Monday Night Wars for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, like he'd be a big help to AEW or whatever. I don't think Impact would want him back, but... And actually, I've been watching some of that old stuff. So, his run wasn't too bad until Hogan started putting himself in all matches. And Nasty Boys and all that shit. Right, it's... It's like, some people are good, but sometimes you gotta, like, you know, just... You gotta watch him, like yeah. Vince Russo. Is, Vince Russo is good to a sense, but you gotta watch him. You can't get him too much power. You're gonna give him like about, I say, give him about fifty percent, and you get to monitor and all this shit. You know, you get to filter all the bullshit. Like you get like hundred percent full on control of Vince Russo, then it's out of control. Right. That's that's a good point. Like if somebody had been in TNA, like, hey Eric, we're not about to hire all these old dudes. It's not going to happen. Shit probably would have turned out okay. And it's like, it's like delirious in Ring of Honor right now. Like, he's done some good stuff. But he need to step back for a minute. Because right now, Ring of Honor shows are looking like TNA in 2011. Which is actually probably like 13. Yeah, because Ring of Honor is a show of itself. It's like some people there, but like, like let's see... Fucking Bandino Roosh and probably 
Jay Leto and and then Shane, Shane Taylor. That's like the only people I really care about there. And the rest is like, I, I really, and then Murray Scroll, that's it. And I'm like, he should have went to the elite. But the villain club is cool, but it's like, uh, I just don't care for it. If they let Marty Scroll out of his ring wire contract, he would be an ADO right now. They just wouldn't let him out of the contract. Uh, like, I don't know, like Alex Shelley, but he don't really wrestle like that no more. Uh, they got Bully Ray, but come on. Anybody. Anybody. Like, Bully Ray is cool, but it's like, you know. He's like he still preaching like I'm going here to I'm I'm like the old school vet like to help it like Terry Funk was the ECW but I'm like that was different Terry Funk was actually putting over niggas in championship matches and wanted to work with people. Kenny King gets a half ass there. Uh, damn, they got Zack Saber Jr. apparently, but but that's all through the uh, yeah. uh, New Japan yeah that's stuff all. you know. And New Japan really ain't so fucked with them. Them niggas is like touring like yeah. by themselves now without them niggas. New Japan ain't really fucked with nobody right now. Which, I mean, hey, I can't be mad at them. Like, they shut to build your own brand up at the side, you know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, you tried working with certain companies, but you I mean, tried working with everybody. And I feel like they got a right to be mad at most companies. I don't think they really have a right to be mad at Impact anymore, though, because that company's been sold three different times now. It's complete. Nobody who was there when Okada was there is still there, except for Gail Kim. Like, everybody's got their ass fired. Yeah, like, they fucked up. <laughs> they fucked up. Thank you so bad in New Japan. Now, New Japan and Impact, uh, fucking Okada had to make the Green Hornet. That was bad. Hear me out on this. Okada's my favorite restaurant in Japan. It's probably one of my top five. Like, top five. I don't think they did anything wrong. Like, I mean, his gimmick was racist as fuck, but other than that, nah. Because it's like, he's not the Okada we know now. Like, he was a young lion. Like, fresh out the dojo and shit. Right, like, we never knew that he was going to turn into Rainmaker. And it was like one of them things. It's like having Stunna Steve Austin and stuff like that. And. Like, you don't know he's going to turn to Stone Cold or fucking Rocky My V or something like that. Who the fuck thought the ringmaster would be Stone Cold Steve Austin? Nobody did. Like, come on, man. It's like, I don't know. Like, and he even said, like, he wouldn't have came up with the, with the ringmaker again if it wasn't the first time there. I don't know. I feel like they kind of got to let that go. Especially when they got dudes who work both shows. Or, like, Don Callis. For a while, uh, Taiji Ishimori or Bone Soldier or whatever he's going by now. Like, right, but sometimes, like, you know, that Japanese pride when it's hurting, so they, they hold on to fucking teeth. I guess. It's like you fuck with us one time, nigga, it is over. Yeah. How long ago was that? It was, it was years ago. Because I remember fucking No Limit. It was NATO and somebody else. Yeah. Right, and the fucking murder machine guns and, uh, Karangle was wrestling uh, Brock Lesnar for the fake IWG belt. And then you're fucking... It was 2010. So, almost 10 years ago. And he unified it against uh, Nakamura. Yeah. Good times. I feel like they should let that go. I'm not really mad about some shit that happened 10 years ago. 
Yeah, just gotta sing the frozen song. Just let it go, let it go, let it go. But let's speak of some new shit though. Do you watch the AW Fight for the Fallen? Uh, I watched part of it. I didn't get to finish it yet. It was pretty good. Like on downside, I feel like some matches like was lasting way too long and expected. But and then people were sh- shitting on it though. But I'm like, it was a, more of a charity event. It was like they're full on, right? Like all out and stuff like that, or double or nothing. So, I think you just said my biggest problem with the AEW matches so far. Every fucking match it seems like it's long as fuck. Like, I saw the Sunny Kiss match, and that one was pretty short. And then the next match was like, um, who was it? Britt Baker, uh, DMD. And then I real, and I. Uh, the a little Japanese chick, she was pretty dope. I forgot what her name is. She, but that was like and a then Bri- match, right? And then Bria Presley. And it was so funny because I think uh, <laughs> Britt Breaker tagged the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Like, but that was like a twenty minute match. And then the next match was um, a six minute tag match, and that was like a twenty minute match. And then I saw the Brandy Rhodes versus Alec match. And that one seemed like it was like 15 minutes. It's just like yeah, all, but the fucking, all their matches it, are just long as fuck. But that match is funny because I've I seen the Awesome Kong thing coming a mile away. That's that's my other big issue so far. Like, you know what's going to happen. It's like, it's like all the matches are the same match but with different moves. You know what I mean? Like, like you know where it's going to go. Like, you can I don't know, but the tag team match was dope, though. The uh, SCU and Lucha, uh, Lucha Brothers that match was lit. Honestly, I didn't get that far yet. Oh, okay, that uh, last one I saw was Adam Page versus uh, Kip Sabian. But like I said, you knew who was gonna win that shit, right? And then you seen the uh, oh, yeah, back to the six man match. That shit didn't make it made sense, but it didn't make sense because. They show prior to that. Remember when uh, Adam Spears or Aaron Spears or was Tyne Dillinger, whatever his name is, hit Cody Rhodes with a chair. Sean Spears. Yeah. yeah, and then MJF ran out to check on Cody Rhodes, and then he's teaming up with him in the six man match. The same dude that he hits his mentor with. I'm like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense, but it's like okay. Well, I don't know if they got to fix that shit by the time they start to either. But Jimmy Havoc is uh, pretty okay with wep- without weapons, so I give him that though. Wrestling the ring, oh, yeah, for sure. Jimmy Havoc is like Dean Ambrose; they can wrestle without weapons, but they just prefer. I would like to see those two fight. Like, uh, it probably happen soon. We already got Jimmy Havoc versus it Callahan, but now we need, or I guess it's John Moxley, not Dean Ambrose anymore. It's true. We got what's it called, Joe Janela versus uh, Enzo too to happen, but you know. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's finish up the let's put up the AEW card first, real quick before that. But and then like uh, Lucha and the Lucha Brothers versus SEU, that match was nice. And then they challenged. I don't want, I feel like ruining it for you though, but spoiler alert: they challenged the Young Bucks at uh, the next nice paper event, all in two in a ladder match. So which that's going to be nice. And I can finally admit that the Lucha Brothers are probably the best tag team wrestling now. Are they the best? Yeah. Pro- yeah. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. 
think about it. Um, this nigga Pentagon had 91 matches since uh, May. That's a lot. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, they probably are the best. And then they had the, the next match was Achima versus Kenny Omega. That match was cool, but only problem I said it was it was too long, you know? All the matches are long. <laughs> and then the Rhodes Brothers versus Young Bucks. That was a pretty, uh, pretty solid tag team match. And it was cool how uh, Dustin Rhodes, or Gold Dust, or whatever his name is now, it's like he's actually... He slowed the pace down in the match, and it made it, like, work. You know, like, that style, like how Young Bucks, like, wrestling, like, real flashy. Yeah. Like, both of the styles, like, meshed together and made it, like, a pretty solid match. It was, like, sometimes you get two people and, like, the match be sloppy, and it was pretty good. Like, and, like, you can show how, like, dope Dustin is in the ring rhetoric and how he controlled pretty much the pace and slowed it down to, like, his speed, but he's still working at the Young Bucks speed at the same time. So, I got a question now. Do you think the Young Bucks, Cody, Kenny Omega, are they going to be able to, like, step aside and not be the main event of everything once the TV show starts? I'm pretty sure that they can. I think the only person that I think might have a problem is Jericho, but I don't know, Jericho might not be that either. Like, he might give up a spot and, you know, because, like, Jericho knows history repeat itself in WCW, how the old people want spots, so he'd probably be the one. I don't expect to Jericho let... to be there every week, though. Right. So, I'm pretty sure, like, Kenny Omega step aside, too, because I, I feel like his ring psychology would let him. The Young Bucks, too, I think they don't have egos, you know? I don't know. It's got like, to, like, develop. I feel like they got to develop more people. Like, you know, once they develop, like, let's see, like the the uh, private party, like once they uh, groom them up to be like the next one, and they can probably step aside, you know, and get more solid tag teams. Because I think they only got like about like a couple tag teams. They got like the uh, Super Smash Bros or the Demon People that were going by, Lucha Brothers, Young Bucks, Private Party, Super Best Friends, and Achille, uh What's called Jack Evans and Achilleco. Just like six, so that's pretty good. See, I don't think Kenny Omega will have a problem doing it. Like, I think Cody and the Young Bucks, <laughs> they're gonna be, they're gonna want to be made fit all the time, though. I think that'll be the issue, cause like, Cody kind of reminds me of Hulk Hogan. Not like, not like I hate the niggas Hulk Hogan, but like, I'm a big star Hulk Hogan, you know what I mean? Like, like Hulk wouldn't, like, wanted to be WWE champion like 60 years old and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, or... I, I don't know, like, I think Cody Eagle won't, won't do it. Um, see, I disagree, because, like, since Cody's left and AEW started, all he's done is, like, take shots at other companies. Shit, you know what I mean? It's like, but you weren't in all these other fucking companies. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're not competition. We're just an alternative. Let me smash this chair with a sledgehammer. Or, or it's like, but, like, at the end of the show, Cody Rose cut a promo like, you know, you can't counter us and all that stuff. And people like he's taking shots. 
But like, you know, I feel like they put on the show and then WWE put the Evolve show on to counter them. And it's like one of them things where like, I feel like WWE is going to counter them every time they, uh, but, but see, they I do feel put like a... they picked this date to counter New Japan. So it was just a dick move on everybody's part except New Japan. But New Japan, they come in the morning though. So it was okay. Yeah, like it started in the morning. Like it was in the morning time. So it was okay. And then like, then AEW came on. They, I watched the Evolve show. The Evolve show was pretty good. It was like, Shuddy Blackheart, shout out to her. She's pretty dope. I, I seen her live. I got like a, a, a two dope pictures with her. And she had a hardcore match with a lady, and she did like this dope spot when she dove off the ring. And then like AR Fox and his tag team partners beat uh, Eddie Kingston and wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Joe Gracie. Are you telling me AR Fox is on WWE Right, nigga, I was so happy about that because, like, after all the years we talked about AR Fox on the show, like, I was like, man. And then they go on the tag team champions, like him and his chick, and like his entourage and the crew dancing and stuff in the ring. It was pretty dope. That's so, like, I was like, man, he finally made it. AR Fox it's on TV. And then Paul Heyman came out at the ECW uh, arena and announced uh, the the follow match. And I have about like in the like next ten years, you're gonna remember this match and stuff. So it was solid, though. It's like more like you know you got to be got to get familiarized with more of the uh, evolved roster. You know, it's like there's some people I know, and there's some people like I know I never heard of. That's because it's just NXT, man. It's just NXT Part Two. Oh, NXT, like you know everybody from everywhere else, you know. Except for like, except for a couple people, like you know, like oh, who's this guy? Like you know, like Bronson Reed, or you know, like that that guy. Like I'm not too familiar with him. But it was a solid, like it was like a solid weekend of wrestling. I was starting from like that day, from Saturday, even on the Sunday. Like Extreme Rules wasn't that bad, you know. And people were mad at it because Brock won the championship again. I'm not because here, let me talk some shit real quick. <clears throat> Kofi Kingston is now the fourth WWE champion in the last two years to have a reign over 100 days. Uh, Kofi Kingston's also defended his championship against more opponents than Seth Rollins has. Kofi has defeated AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, uh, Will Samoa Joe, Dolph Ziggler, blah, blah, blah. Seth has only faced um, Baron Corbin. And AJ Styles, my man. That's it. Yeah, and so, like, the, the whole, that paper we saw, I, I didn't see the Undertaker match, but I catch, I caught it in, like, probably after that match. The Alistair Black and Cesaro match was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, and I knew it was going to be on, on paper, because Cesaro was like, I said, like, he's like Dean Malenko. He can work with most everybody, you know, but it doesn't get that break. And I said that, and then somebody on Twitter, when I'm just like, Explain that. You get out of here. I'm like, just think about it. Dean Malenko was was working in the ring, but it's never got that big break. Same with like Cesaro. He works in the ring, but it's never got that big break. I think Lance Storm said everybody can't be a top guy. You need some mid-card guys that are really dependable and you need to be like the boss of the mid-card. Like, you can't get out the mid-card till you beat this dude. And for me, that dude is like Cesaro. It should also be like Dolph Ziggler as well, but 
and Dolph Ziggler lost in like eight seconds exactly. to Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. and then the New Day won the tag team match. New Day. Oh, Kofi Kingston, Kofi two belts. Yep. WWE.com. So, if you look at it, they're counting him as the tag team champion. And another thing happened to him was like, thinking won his, the belt, Nakamura. Yeah. And then, uh, Twitter talking about who wants it. And then, what's the, after that? It was, um, like, I thought when Finn Balor won the belt, I'm like, lost the belt. I'm like, yeah, he's on the join the club and with AJ and all of them. Yeah. But nope. AJ beat up, uh, Ricochet again, which is it's gonna be solid. Apparently, uh, Finn requested some time off, so I don't know. Yeah, and then next night, uh, Bray Wyatt came yeah. and uh, hit him with Sister Abigail. <laughs> Just married him. Fuck it. Yeah, so it's gonna be like the demon versus that crazy motherfucker Bray Wyatt in a crazy motherfucking match, and then it's like then the, the characters gonna get stale again. Nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I, I have faith for it, but like I hope I have like Paul Heyman's writing and Bischoff writing is gonna be good. Hey, man. if Bray Wyatt is as good as Matt Hardy, he'll just reinvent his character another twenty times and keep surviving. Yeah, Matt Hardy kept on what's the car reinventing himself, reinventing himself, and keep on doing funny shit on Twitter when he see him. Yeah, how many different Matt Hardy gimmicks are there? Broken Matt Hardy, Woken Matt Hardy, Big Money Matt. uh, Why everybody's mad at me, or why nobody's like me, Matt Hardy. Right. Uh, Oh, Cold Blood Matt Hardy, uh, Matt Hardy version one. Uh, Of course, the Hardy Boys Matt Hardy. Um, Yeah, there's a lot. Hey, I ain't even mad at Matt. Right. That's how you stay fresh in a long career. We got to rewind it for one more thing for us to talk about. We got to go back Sorry. to that George Janela subject. <laughs> and so. Oh, okay. oh. oh, yeah, man. Man, they won't about shit. Oh, my God. This shit was hilarious. Like, I woke up and I seen some tweets. I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on here? Like, I seen like a long tweet of like, this nigga George Janela says White Claw is devil juice. Right. And oh. I drunk, I drunk White Claw. It's, 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 it's okay. It's not like a big hype. Man, I don't drink no more, so it might get me, but, uh, I don't know. And the video was so funny, it was like, the niggas that argue and this stuff, and then even George Nella said, he like, you know, this was probably like the worst fight ever, and he like, he, he he said he threw the worst punch ever in history, and that, that was it. Bro, it looked like George Janela didn't know if, like, is this a real fight? Like, I don't know, the bad boy was looking like the scared boy. Or he probably so fucked up where like he like he like he doesn't give a fuck, you know. He's like type of he's like one of them type of person that drink and just like just say some shit and don't really mean it. Right. I don't know. He's not the and it, guy. And then Enzo was fucking like, you know, come on bitch, square up. I'm like, Enzo, you look retarded. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. There was something else I wanted to talk about, AEW. That people were uh very upset. About uh, so, Sean Spears, formerly known as Ty Dillinger, had a booking at an indie show. However, AEW pulled him from that show. People were really upset about that shit. But or, it's all fair because it's like you know your your first commitment. Contract, yeah, your commitment is there. Like you know, same with like what WWE when these guys sign legit contracts. Yeah. 
And so, like I say, like if I have this, like you know, just autograph sign him. I got Booker T, but he's coming in like Monday. But he had to he had to leave because he can't be up there because WWE is his first priority of the legend contract. So he's obligated to them first and then you second. Right. Like, I don't know, man. Like usually, I know I'm usually shitting on AEW, but I gotta take their side in this one, like because people used to shit on Impact for that. It's like. But you knew we was going to have impact tapings this week. You shouldn't have booked that show. You know what I mean? Like, like you know you got this contract, bro. You just got to reschedule that one. Well, I ain't mad at So, I don't know. But, uh, you know. You knew what it was going to be. Uh, yeah, because, like, you know, it's... My company who's paying me more money than this fucking shithole indie, nigga, it's, it's, well, where are you about to go? You're going to go to fucking Tallahassee, fucking Tallahassee, whatever, Minnesota, or a fucking Russell fucking, let's see, like, Joe Jacobs or something, or go to fucking AEW and, and be in a room with Cody. I'm going to be in a room with Cody. I'm, I'm not wrestling Joe Jacobs here in the fucking fairgrounds. I just made that fucking name up. I don't know who the fuck Joe Jacobs is. I know. I was thinking like, oh, Jimmy Jacobs from Impact. Man. <laughs> I didn't know he still was there. Impact did one of their behind the scenes episodes again, and I was like, Jimmy Jacobs still works there. He's probably like one of them like the producers that like you know get get in the ring when he has to, but he like really don't want to do it now. Yeah, pr- producer slash creative, but I guess they fired Congo Kong, so he's got nothing. No, to I, I thought he been got fired, you know. I didn't know, but... You know, he'd been, like, uh, popping up around Ohio a lot in, like, different shows, wrestling all around Ohio. Yeah, they, apparently they didn't fire him to like, the 7th, which is when that Impact show aired, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. Impact show aired on the 11th, but they fired him on the 7th. And then, um, another thing, how they ripped off LA, LAX on TV. Yeah, fake injury. Yeah, so people are like, oh my god, it really hurt. I'm like, I seen this shit a mile away. I'm like, this is an injury of writing off TV because. So they. Don't I, don't I think that's a good thing now because it's not an asshole move. It's like, all right, you want to leave, you don't lose on TV. Everybody gonna see it. It's like, all right, we'll let you lose, lose at the like low house show or whatever. Just play injured on TV. Just. Right. I know WWE did that with Jericho too. Like, remember they injured him and went him off TV when Kevin Owens beat him up. Yeah. And same with RVD too. When uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, I think DDT them and stuff, and they wrote them off TV. Yeah. And I don't think that's an asshole move. I think it's a good move. It's like, all right, we we gonna do it that way. If you ever want to come back, it's all good. Right, it makes the angle if you come back get revenge. So instead of like you know, they beat you up or throw you in the fucking dumpster and let you go like they did Eric Bischoff. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, like, I wonder where LAX is going to go, but, like, my thing was, I think they're going to show up at the All-In Part 2 pay-per-view. On the low, I don't really want them to go to AEW or WWE. I think if they want to bring of Honor, they can help bring of Honor out. No, I no, I, want, I just don't want to see Ring of Honor die, to be honest. I'm sorry, I don't want to see it die either, but it, it's slowly dying. Now, personal choice, I want to see them go to New Japan. 
Yeah, them versus uh, G.O.D. would be pretty nice. All that shit talking. Exactly. Going back and forth. Or them with the Briscoe brothers. All that shit talking be back and forth, too. Right. The other thing, or I don't know, man. The other thing to remember is Conan ain't going with him. Conan still works for Impact. And he's got the trademark for LAX. So, so basically, um, Santana and Ortiz are going, but... If Conan brings in two random dudes, it's like this is LAX now. That's what it is. So. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, so it won't be LAX and it won't be that cool shit no more. It'll be like, you know, Santana Ortiz, formerly known as LAX. Right. That had to be Mexican America or some bullshit like that. Alright, American Exchange or some shit like that. Yeah. Or Latin, or Latin World Order or some shit. Whatever they mean. Whatever they but Conan knows the name, so eventually there'll be another LAX at Impact. I don't know. Which, which now that I know Conan owns the name, it makes sense why it was the OGs when it was Homicide Hernandez versus LAX. Maybe just that made sense. Oh, sp- speaking of Homicide, he had like a um, an honor show for him or a tribute show. Yeah, yeah it was like uh, in New York. It was like a game changer. They did like a, a thing to honor uh, Homicide. Okay. Oh, okay. But Homicide, though, we go back and watch some of his old stuff, like him in, in Ring of Honor, the early days, he was putting on some dope ass shit. Like, he Man. was carrying that, that oh, shit man. for like years. He was saying Homicide, and I was thinking Hernandez for some reason. I was like, why the fuck would anybody do a tribute show to. <laughs> Oh, no, no, not him. No, not Hernandez, man. I'm like, like Homicide. Oh, wait, Homicide's a short one. My bad. Homicide is dope. Homicide and Loki used to have some crazy-ass matches back in the day. Yeah, I I like Homicide. I, I get why he would deserve a tribute show. Hernandez, not so much. Hey, yo, what the fuck is he doing now? Man, probably screwing some other company over, like he did Impact and each underground at the same damn time. But we're from the uh, subject of Mexican people. Fucking Tito Ortiz and motherfucking Alberto Del Rio's gonna uh, fight each other in, in an MMA fight. Hey, I know Tito Ortiz is a little older these days but, and all that, but he's gonna murder. But he's gonna, he gonna beat the fuck out of Del Rio. Yeah, I know Del Rio's like, oh, I used to do MMA. It'll be okay. No. He didn't do MMA like Tito Ortiz did. Right, like this nigga Darito's like Darito's like five, nine to five, and Tito Ortiz is like fucking, fucking like thirty, <laughs> like like thirty six and like sixteen or some shit. Like man, he got like a, a right. years experience. He don't beat the fuck out of him. I'm gonna watch it. Tito Ortiz has lost more matches than Del Rio has had. Yeah, Del Rio only had like about nine to five. Let Let me take a look. Hold on, let me pull up the records real quick. I'm pretty sure Tito T is like 36 and 16 or some shit like that. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Del Rio. Uh, so Del Rio's record is he's had 14 matches, 9 wins and 5 losses. Those 9 wins came 2 by knockout, 7 by submission. Losses, 2 by knockout, 1 by submission, 1 by decision, and 1 by disqualification. How you lose by disqualification, bro? That's what... Oh, that nigga used the ropes for leverage like he was wrestling. My bad. Delia, that's lame shit, bro. <laughs> I got leverage. Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz assists. 
33 professional fights. That's not the other stuff before that. Just professional fights. He's at 20 wins. 9 by knockout, 5 by submission, 6 by decision. 12 losses, 4 by knockout, 3 by submission, 5 by decision, and 1 draw. So what's the record? 33 and what? So he's 33. Uh, my bad. He's had 33 matches. He's 20, 12, and 1. The Rio has had 14 matches. Tito Ortiz has almost lost more matches than Del Rio's had. If you count the draw, it's it's one match. Like, come on. Tito Ortiz also won a bronze medal in submission world wrestling. A world wrestling championship of submission. Where the only way to win is by submission. <laughs> Del Rio has never competed. So been invited to compete. Right, and we're, we're from the same track of talking with the Mexicans. Oh my God, it's also racist to Mexicans of the Mexican wrestlers. Fucking the MMA fighter. Cain no, <laughs> <laughs> Velasquez is going to wrestle in AAA in the garden. Man, I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be, I think, him and I think the Lucha Brothers versus Doesn't somebody I... else in the a, in a main event. Doesn't Daniel Cormier want to wrestle right now, too? Like, he he want to wrestle. I know Fox was pushing for him to be on the uh, on the UFC, uh, the, not UFC, the uh, SmackDown commentator team. No. They will, no. <laughs> he can't talk. I remember it was him and John Jones at a press conference. He <laughs> like, you punch a nigga. Nah, nah, nah. John Jones said he looked like the crackhead over there. Dave Cormier was like, at least I've never been a crackhead. And John Jones was like, yeah, but I whooped your ass after a night of smoking crack. I was like, okay. Like, uh, yeah, whooped his ass on a night of doing coke and hookers? Right. I was like, oh, man. Dave, Dave just had to sit there and like, okay, that's fair. Like, what Twice, you- though. He whooped his nigga's ass twice. Right. Was it twice? I could have sworn it was mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, they fought the first time, and then uh, John Jones won by decision and hit him with the uh, DX uh, yeah. crotch shot. And then, like, the second time, that nigga won by knockout, but yeah. they, what's it called? Uh, the first they time made they it up. he was smoking crack. The second time, they said he was on steroids. And then the third time, game. No, yeah, do, just, no, it was one on the third time. It was only two, twice. No, okay, right. And so they're trying to get a third, but it's like, nah, it's not going to happen. I know. I'm, I'm thinking they were supposed to fight a third time, but Dave Cormier moved up a weight class and just forfeited the time. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> I'll rather see John Jones fight. I think he's going to crack out promos like they used to do in the 80s and shit. Mm-hmm, the backstage promos. Right. Let me tell you something mean, Gene. <laughs> My name's Tom. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. My name is Mean Gene. Let me tell you something about Miss Elizabeth. Right. I'm Renee Young. <laughs> I'm John Jones. I'm too hot to be sour. I don't know. I don't know. It's whatever. But, and then G one's going on right now, which is a lot of fucking matches going on at once. Uh, like the thing, the problem with the G one is sometimes it's hard to watch every fucking match because it's like every day. Yeah, it's, it's way too much. Uh, 
I should be keeping score. Uh, John Moxley has kidnapped Red Shoe's son. Um, <laughs> this shit's pretty funny, though. <laughs> renamed him Shooter. Shit's hilarious, though. Like, there was one, like, promo after a match, and he's just, like, patting hard as shit on the shoulder, and he's just. He just nods and said, "Like, okay, this is this. I have to accept this shit now." It's like, oh, like man, come on, let that kid go. That might like, I like it. I'm all, I like John Moxley and like you know, just like he just free and like you know, it's being himself and he's having fun. Like he's out there just having fun now. I think that's how he starts his own stable in New Japan. He just kidnaps motherfuckers. Like, all right, you're part of the team now. Right, have a whole bunch of young lines and people. And you know what? I think the young lions would go. There's like, okay, it's better than Suzuki. Let's just let's just go with this crazy dude. At least he won't beat the shit out of us. <laughs> I can't wait to uh, him and Suzuki face off, man. It's got to see that shit. He's gonna beat the shit out of a bunch of young lions first. It's like, okay, right? It's gonna be like a whole bunch of fucking chair shots off the rings and shit, and like beat up each other, and then like in the ring, so be nice. I can't wait. I think he's got Ishi next in the G1. Sure. Yeah, he had uh, Jeff Cobb, and it was real dope, though, because, like, the whole match, like, John Moxley's ring psychology is pretty dope, because, like, he, so. everybody knows Jeff, like, what's it called? Jeff Cobb is a fucking solid guy, you know, big like and stuff, and so, yeah, he's, like, working his arm the whole time, and, like, just beating him up st- stiff shots, and, like, the whole time he's working his arm, and then, like, he twists his arm somehow and hurt it, and then he hit him with, like, this, uh, DDT off the uh, ropes leverage, the dirty uh, deeds, or what he's calling it now, the Death Rider. Yeah. And he beat, beat him off that. And I'm like, that's pretty dope. Uh, I actually have an apology. Uh, when he got signed for WWE, and you and B were like, yo, he's dope as fuck. It's, this is great. I was like, this is just another useless death match, nigga. And he was in WWE. And he wasn't that great. And I was like, this nigga can't do a single good match without buttons involved. But you know what? In just a few short months outside WWE, yeah, I was right. Good. All right. Like, some people can be good. Sometimes you just get Michael Ma- managed. Sometimes they can't really work and, like, be, like, their full self. Like, Dean had, like, you know, chances. Like, he had some shit. Like, in the Shield, he was nice. And the next time he got super Michael managed with that horrible... WWE title ring and then like the shit they just start throwing at him. Yeah, and I think and then type I think Dean's the type of person when you throw some bullshit that he don't like, he's gonna half ass and say fuck it, I'm just gonna just write the shit out. Yeah, I I think micromanage, like you said, it just doesn't work for him. Like he's one of those dudes you just gotta let do his own thing. Right, like Seth Rollins, you can micromanage him or something like that, but like. Like with promos and shit, but like fucking Kevin Owens, you can't micromanage him, or even a CM Punk, you can't micromanage them and saying like, "Hey, this is how you feel," and shit like that. And you know what? You can't micromanage New Day either, because remember when they first started, and it was like, "All right, we coming out this in suits and ties, doing this gospel bullshit." Yo, apparently Xavier Woods was like, "You gotta give us a month to get over, and if not, you can fucking fire me." Right, and I got over with the New Day. Yeah, I remember that. It's like certain people you can't, like, you know, just let them be them and let them figure it out and see if it works for them. Like, R-Truth is one of those guys that give, like, creative freedom. And he's funny as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
like the whole twenty four seven thing, it's cool because like Vince gives them freedom, but Vince like go out there and do this. But it's like you just go out there and do it, but like don't overdo it. Like the same when I was I was listening to radio's thing when he's talking to I think it was like Lillian Garcia or Edge and Christian, one of the two. And with Drake Maverick's wedding, he said, you know, just go out there. Only thing I don't want you was to be in in a wedding dress. That's what Vince say. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's like. Some dudes, you just gotta love them. And then they're saying that, like, our chief has, uh, what's it called, uh, a job pretty much for life in WWE because, like, he's all for, like, anything. Like, Vince would throw him, like, some, the little Jimmy shit yeah. was, like, all of a, all of a, a rib. Like, he caught him smoking a cigarette, and then he did the whole little Jimmy thing, and then... Chris McMahon said he liked R-Truth better as a face than a heel because R-Truth can make anybody laugh and puts... Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say. Like, he puts smile on kids. Like, and, like, he puts smile on kids' faces, make adults laugh and stuff. And he right. said they said, like, Vince was, like, in tears and shit, some of the shit he was doing, you know? It's like... Uh, he's, like... He's got the charisma. Like, he can make anybody laugh. And a job forever... I mean, it works because, I mean, you get injured way less doing comedy stuff than you do serious stuff. Like, Santino would still be going right now if they didn't try to make him serious. And he got injured and shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The comedy stuff, you can do that shit forever. Like, Shark Boy, he's still out there moving. The dude who plays Shark Boy is probably like 60 by now. I don't know. Like, Comedic wrestlers, they stick around as long as they want to. It's like Orange Cassidy. He he might last for a long time. You know, he don't do he don't do shit crazy. Like he don't do crazy. He does like some tough matches, but he's like comedy wrestling and stuff with a chair. Yeah, he's gonna be there forever. So, did we discuss this? Somebody said Orange Cassidy is just Dolph Ziggler. Like he doesn't really want to wrestle, but he's pretty good at it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, because, like, I watched a, a ser- seriously Orange Cassidy match when he's, like, really serious against, like, if you watch him in Dream, yeah. in the Evolve events, like, he wasn't, he he did some of the comedy stuff, but he was actually, like, going, like, full toe-to-toe with Dream. Yeah. I mean, like, I saw him do, um, I forgot the name of the movie, Canadian Destroyer, Sunset Flip, whatever. I saw him do it with his hands in his pocket. I was like, okay, this dude's probably pretty fucking good. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, yeah, I seen this nigga do a fucking suicide dive with his fucking hands in his pocket. I was like, yo, this nigga's crazy. He'll be around for a long ass time. Um, some of these indie guys that do like crazy shit, I don't think will last for last forever. Like, it's only a matter of time for that motherfucker. You know, he don't get a certain age where he's going to slow it down and stuff. Like, same, like, Remy Steele was the same way, doing all that crazy, flippy shit. And, like, you know, once you get older, you can do still some of it for high spots. And you know what? You're he, right. Ray did slow it down. And then he, he, he went to Mexico and got them baby knees. And <laughs> he sped that shit right back up. Right. It's like, Remy Steele, he got, like, fat and pudgy. And I'm like, yo, you can't be doing this crazy shit no more. And then, like, Ray went away from a while. And he like, man, I was saying Remy Steele in a long time. Because he went to Mexico, got the steroids and the stem cell research. Right, this nigga's like looking all young again and like fucking like in shape. I'm like, damn, right? This nigga's WCW again. Like, come on. 
Rey Mysterio out there sure. living. He came back with the tights and shit. Like, okay, I'm ready. This motherfucker is like, it's 1996 Rey Mysterio all over. You know what I mean? Like, right, can you look at fucking super crazy, man? That nigga's all fat and stuff. Still trying to do flips and it's bad. It's sad. Like, I watched fucking, uh, I watched, uh, Super Crazy Russell, like, probably a couple years ago. Yeah. Live, nigga. No, it was bad. Like, Super Crazy looked all fat and stuff. And I swore he did cocaine in the bathroom, but he came out the bathroom. He kept on, like, you know, Stop. Playing, kept on doing his nose in the Stop. fucking match. Like, kept on, like, you know, Stop, rubbing his nose man. and shit. Yes. Don't do that. Yeah, come on. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I'm, I, I'm, I can't confirm or deny this, but, like, in my head, I, I, thought, he, I, I thought he was doing coke in the bathroom. That's fucked up. Like, I wasn't in the bathroom, like, with him, but, like, you know, he came out, and then, like, during the match, he kept on, like, you know, touching his nose. Maybe, yeah, he just had allergies. Maybe. Who knows? But he, this nigga was, like, yeah, he got hurt, nigga. Right. He got hurt super quick in the match. Uh, whatever I'm just, like, goes expensive, though, too. You think he's still wrestling in Mexico here now? But it's weird, though, because, like, these niggas wear masks, but they don't wear masks. Yeah. Because, like, the, like if you lose your mask and try to get it back on, you go to, like, the fucking Lucha Council. Yeah. And, like, get that shit voted in. Like, it was, like, Remy Mysterio lost his mask, and he's, like, the Lucha Council fucking voted that nigga to have the mask back on. Yeah. There was some real shit over there. Now, you know who used to be really fucking dope? But we never seen anymore. It was also part of the Mexico's fucking hooping, too. Come on, man. Look, who was you still out? He's still out there wrestling. I think he's in Triple A, but. Yeah, he, he, he had a stable with like him, Teddy Hart. Uh, I think Jeff Jarrett was in the stable. Uh, fucking Killer Cross. Did we talk about Teddy Hart quitting so he can get signed by New Japan? Not New Japan, so he can get signed by Impact and work at home in Canada. And they just didn't no, fucking hire him. <laughs> was that? Uh, was that? Uh, I, I was no, was Emma? No, no, wasn't it? Was David Hartsmith? Was it? The, was it D. H. Well, yeah, D. H. Smith. Because remember, he's in New Japan. He was with Suzuki Gun uh, and yeah, with uh, yeah. Lance Archer. Yeah, Impact's like we might call you ass later, bro. Like speaking of Impact, man, uh, man, it was like the mask nigga and the mask that interfered in the match. Man, I don't know who that could be with his big-ass <laughs> tree trunk legs. Right, you hit him with a spear or some shit like that. I was like, damn. You're like a fucking man-beast. Right. We haven't talked about something first. Let's talk about that. That shit, shit was funny as fuck. I'm like, nigga, is that really? That's not like Rhino? Man, that whole show was... It was kind of... I ain't gonna lie. It was, it was all dope. I still don't like... I still don't really care for... Uh, Intergender wrestling. I love whatever. it. But, but only my, I love the, the best match I liked was the fucking women's match at Monster Ball. Oh, that shit was nasty, bro. Yeah, let's just run Be- on the card. Uh, because I knew it on paper when I first seen it. I'm like, yeah. Because I want to talk about that match. Uh, first match was Willie Mack. He beat Jay Chris, TJP, Trey Miguel. That was a cool little match. A nice little slow opener. You know what I mean? Shout out to Trey Miguel, man. We got like this dope picture we took together. Like, like, like last summer. Like we do like the fucking fin pose. Uh, somebody, some little company called him Ricochet on Twitter. He did not like that shit. How can you blame him? 
And he's just like, fuck you. It's like, I ain't mad at him. Yeah, like, you know, Trey Miguel, he's good people. Every time I see him and stuff, he's always like, there's always like love here. We chat, you know, handshake, talk about some shit, and then throw his way and go my way. All the rascals seem like good people. Yeah, like, those men, super cool people, like, when he was coming up and stuff, he was always, you know, showing fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. He always showed love to like me and B every time we went to the show and seen him. Like he like during intermission come to us and we sit there and talk the whole time during intermission. Right. About like fucking people around us and shit like that. Yeah. Uh second match, the North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander. I do want to say Josh Alexander is dope as fuck. I I wasn't sold coming out with the fucking wrestling headgear and shit, but he's dope. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I'm still not sold on them. Like, it, they're, they're cool, but it's like, I gotta I see more. I don't understand them as a team, but individually, I like them both. Uh, Ethan Page. So I remember and, Josh Alexander, Josh Alexander from back in the day, Taiwan, used to, like, you know, talk about, like, certain indie wrestlers. Remember yeah. that before? Yeah. He used to be on, like, Ring of Honor kick and stuff. And this yeah. was, like, years ago. And I'm like, I heard the name, and I seen him wrestle, but I was like, uh, okay. I think the thing that, like, uh, that changed him is, like, at one point, like, he had to have surgery. He had to, like, change his whole fucking style up. Like, back in the day, it was like, I don't give a fuck about this dude. And he had to have some kind of surgery and shit on his back. And, like, he changed his whole fucking style up. And then he had another fucking surgery on his neck in, like, 2015. And he had to change his fucking style again. And put all that shit together, he's actually pretty fucking I think the more I see of him, then he probably grow on me. Yeah, I I just don't get him and Ethan Page as a team. Like they're both dope as fuck. They just don't make sense as a team. But whatever. Uh, they beat LAX and the Rascals. Desmond Xavier, Zachary Wentz, obviously. Um, but yeah. So that was a dope ass match. We already talked about the finish, like LAX, right now for the injury. Uh, Eddie Edwards beat Killer Cross in the first blood match. Killer Cross came out in the fucking face painting and shit. I was like, what is this? Like, what? He, he looked like fucking stupid, but I'm like, eh. Okay. But one thing is, I'm tired of Eddie Edwards' character already. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't like it. I, I, I've been tired of shit. I come on. It's, I say this every time we record. Like, he can fucking wrestle. We don't need to be the hardcore Eddie Edwards. You want a hardcore like, motherfucker on the show? Go hire, uh, I forgot his name already. The Darby Allen kid. Go hire him or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm tired of him coming out with, like, he like Sandman 2.0 or Tommy Dream with the Kindle stick. And I'm like, come on, man. I'm tired of him with the jeans, the fucking shirt. And I'm like, the fucking hat. Like, I can hate it. If you don't go put on your fucking tights and remember right. when you used to be GHC world champion. <laughs> like, like, diehard Eddie Edwards, you know? Like, American World Eddie Edwards, like that's the thing that I like. Right, me too, bro. Not this fucking. Remember that fucking ECW group that had nigga Evo, right. fucking Evo two point or some bullshit. Yeah, like come on, man, let that shit go. This be Eddie Edwards, man. Come out, hit the backpack stunner, cold blue and shit. You know, you gotta be honest. I drink beer. We know you drink beer, man. Um, let's see. After that, RVD lost to Moose. 
It was a dope match. Trippy moves. But one thing I miss, I miss moves. I'm like, I'm saying, like, I miss moves old fucking music. Oh, that old shit used to get the crowd hype. Moose. But you know what? That makes him a good heel, though. Because, like, it's how when Kurt Angle was in ECW, he knew, like, people chant to your theme. And, like, as long as they're chanting along to your theme and shit, you're not going to be able to be a heel. They're just like you. So they remixed the shit for ECW. That's basically what they did with Moose. And, like, it's a good thing and shit. It makes him more of a heel. Damn, that's not. That's all it used to call. Like, Same with Nakamura, too. They switched his music and stuff, and he right. came up with the, that, that bullshit of that nigga rapping. That, that shit was trash. What? But, like, Moose, I have Moose theme song on my fucking uh, my phone. It's on my Apple Music. Man, I, I keep tweeting Impact, like, I need to go ahead and put out another CD with them themes on it. Yeah, I got some dope themes out there. People want to hear them. You know what I mean? Uh, like, my think what uh one thing my thing with TNA is like like with this ECW wave hope like they just like st- start to kill it. Oh they're done. Like just, they're done recording okay. in uh New York and Philly for a minute, so hopefully we don't have to see that shit again. Like it, it's cool but after a while it's like it's it's enough enough. Like, you know, it's we get it, and the extreme, but you you don't have to do that all the time, you know? It's like, like fucking Rhino. He's cool, but like, I, I, I don't want to see Rhino. I think it depends like, on what he's doing. If he's right, I'm, actually, you know what? I'm okay with seeing Rhino. Guys like Rhino, RVD, Tommy Dreamer, they can still wrestle. I don't, I don't really want to see Sandman. He he couldn't wrestle like 20 years ago. Like, <laughs> like okay. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Michael Elegant and fucking Rhino. That's a, I don't want to see that match. Like, that's a match I don't want to watch. I don't want to see Michael Elgin, period. Right. That's like my only thing about TNA is like they push in Michael Elegant. Like, why? Like, they're, they're fucking stupid for that. Because, you know, he's Canadian and all that shit. Because people like us, like, we know, and we, we're going to fucking hate him. And, but for, like, just a casual person watching, they don't know that shit. They don't. They don't know. Like, even Rich Swan, man. Yeah, man. That nigga threw his woman out of car. <laughs> Dragged her ass back in there. Went to jail for the shit. Got fired from WWE. She got his ass a job at TNA. They were like, okay, we'll, we'll just make you X-Division champ for 140 fucking days or whatever, bro. Like, I mean, like, people like us, we know that shit. Average person. Got no fucking idea, and so they. Right, I don't believe we did that stuff. You know, it's all it's all propaganda. You know, right. Just to just set the black black man up in America. You know, he he did that shit. <laughs> I don't know. He did that shit. The next match: Monsters Fall. Taya Valkyrie retained against Jessica Havoc, Rosemary, and Sue Young. I just, that match is fucking crazy. And, and some people on the internet gave it some bullshit. And I just want to say, fuck you. Uh, there was a spot where Sue Young, was it Sue Young or Rosemary, who took the tombstone off the top rope into the tax. And she, like, did this fake seizure shit when she sold it. And people were like, oh, this is the worst thing ever happened in wrestling and shit. But Daniel Bryan does that shit all the fucking time. 
shit, Devon used to do that shit all the time. He used to fall off the ladder. But right. Go back and watch them old TLC matches. Right. Devon like go through a table and start shaking and shit. Yeah, it's like, why are y'all mad when you do that shit, but not when other people do it? Like, come on. One of my favorite spots is when uh, Tyler Brackery had like the staple gun and stapled mm-hmm. a picture of herself. On her face, I'm like, yeah, that's some old school New Jack bullshit right but, there. Like, Tyler Valkyrie, like, I didn't, I didn't know how she was gonna be in this match. I forgot she was a new turning around. <laughs> she hit, hey, she showed her ass, man. Like the fucking finish where she's just like, oh, let me just throw this chair hard as shit at your fucking face. <laughs> like, like I cracked up when I saw that shit. She threw that chair hard as fuck. It's like, okay, that's a win. Like. See that old Sabu chair throw shit. Yeah, like, she's so, so Young's dope, too, because I remember watching this hardcore match with her with this chick. Yeah. And this one chick she's wrestling looked like fucking Boss Mahoney. Yeah. And this chick fucking hung motherfucking Sue Young from the fucking balcony. It's like one of them Impact fucking shows. It's like an Impact Twitch shows, like yeah. Rise or some shit. And so I was watching, I'm like, holy shit. She's really fucking hanging her from the balcony and shit. Like, she was taking, like, these crazy-ass bumps. Like, that whole match was just fucking crazy. Like, there was a spot where Taya put, was it, Rosemary's face into the fucking tax and shit. They were just like, fuck it, let's do it. Nah. I don't know. That was probably my favorite match of the night. I liked it, too. Uh, Then, uh, Rich Swan beat Johnny Impact. Apparently, Johnny's going to be leaving Impact, but I don't know. If Ty is sticking around, I don't know. I wonder where he's going to. Going to be Johnny Elite? Maybe. I don't know. Johnny Impact is 40 years old. He's going to be Johnny Elite or uh, Johnny Japan? I think he's going to be Johnny Nitro again. Collect that fat dick Debbie check in his 40s, like most people do. I think you got one more line. It might be Johnny Japan. You think so? Or Johnny, uh... He might be Johnny Elite, then he might go back to Johnny Nitro. He's gonna be Johnny Nitro on SmackDown with Eric. <laughs> with Eric Bischoff again. Or, or Johnny, uh... Let's see. He can't be Johnny Takeover. It's already Johnny... T- you sure, man? 40s. That's the age when people go and get that last fat WWE contract. Yeah. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe... Bobby it's gonna be Johnny Impact. No, he's gonna be Johnny uh, a Takeover. He's gonna fight Johnny Gargano for the battle. Johnny Takeover. Yeah, and then one of them will move up and be Johnny SmackDown. Speaking of moving up, I know uh, Champa said he he refused to move up. I don't blame him. Look what happens to people when they move up. Right, nigga, move down. Right. Man, I think James Storm is the only person who didn't take that WWE check when he turned 40. I know he did like two or three NXT shows, but then he was like, fuck it, I'm never working here. And went back to the right. He, um, he's the NWA NWA fucking North American it champion. Yeah, he beat Coke. Yeah, he beat Coke Cabana. I don't even mean following NWA like that. Yeah, because I know, uh, Co- uh, I think he was the first champion. I think uh, Willie Mack and then Coco Banner beat him, and then James Stone beat him. That's good for him. And then I think Eli Drake is in the NWA now. He signed. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I feel about 
Like, I know they're trying to, like, it's a long-standing ass company, and they've got a lot of history and shit, but I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, they're not really running their own shit, and it's like, they're basically running out their fucking championships again. Like, I don't know. Okay, they're there, but it's like, you know, it's... It, it's it's not enough. They have like the, the Crockett Cup. I think the Briscoes a champion. They, they have tournaments, but it's like it's like it, it's wanna, not enough. Yeah, it's like if you want to follow NWA, you gotta watch like six different fucking promotions and shit. Like current champion NWA World Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis. He uh he wrestles in Ring of Honor. Uh, current women's champion is Sienna. Uh, she currently wrestles for... Who does she wrestle for right now? It's not Ring of Honor. Oh, no, she wrestles for Ring of Honor, too. Never mind that. Or she... Yeah, she beat Jess. Yeah, because Jess had some, I think, health issues or something going on. She's been a champion for a while, which... actually seen a Jazz NWA title match live, though. That, that Jazz was pretty dope, though. She was talking that good shit in the crowd. Yeah, I believe it. Uh... Like you said, James Storm is the U.S. champion, and again, he won that in Ring of Honor. But they're also doing this, defending the shit at the Crockett Cup, or the like. I don't know, man. Like, like you gotta do a lot of shit to really watch this shit. Right. <laughs> I feel like the NWA got like about like five wrestlers. So that's it, yeah. and they just fucking basically when everybody else and the boss is coming and like freelancing. Everybody else is at fucking Ring of Honor, like. And I know it's like, okay, why the fuck is Nick Aldis? Like, why is this British dude, Jordan National Wrestling Association champion, for like 300 fucking days in a row? And this is the second ring, not even the first one. Like, come on, man. It's just getting ridiculous. Um, like, who the fuck do they even have? They don't. I don't even see a fucking roster for them. Told you, I got like five people and they get us like if make all this. You get a contract. If not, fuck you. You just freelance. Like, hey, you, you uh, you check my fucking indie bookings for the week. Oh, I got this show in WA. Let me drive up to fucking Knoxville, Tennessee, or wherever fuck they wrestle at, and then yeah. So like I said, the roster is just the people who are champions. Your reign lasts as long as you are the champion. Which, oh, like, it's cool, but it's like, like, I would, that's something like I wouldn't go, like, oh, I'm gonna search your for watching the NWA show. If it's just, right, if it's just there, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna glance at it, but like, okay, let me see who's on the card, and if it's like a good card, I'll watch it, but it's like, that's one thing. I'm like, oh, I gotta fucking search over the internet to watch fucking Nick Aldis versus uh, fucking Coco Band or something like that. You know, I can like, you can watch that shit on YouTube in a week or so. It's basically like four extra championships for Ring of Honor right now. You know what I mean? Ring of Honor, they need all the help they can. Like we said earlier. Yeah. They they need to fire the Larrys. Remember, uh, remember, WWE was on the buy at that time. Remember, or put on a network. Hey man, 
probably should have said yes. Remember, in a WWE had a deal. Remember, I know uh, Johnny uh, Johnny Laurinaitis almost had it with them. It was like doesn't get like all Japan wrestling, mm-hmm. and they almost bought that and they have like a development center and then have that shit like on the network. But they kind of they kind of did it now with Evolve and Progress, which that's gonna be. I hope they do that next. Put Progress on the show because like I want to watch some of the matches. It's like NXT UK, but like more, more people. Guess what? I just I don't know, man. Like Jordan Grace wrestled out there, and uh, how he did? You hip to her? Yeah. She's wrestling. Uh, she's gonna wrestle Tony Storm in Progress or one of these promotions in. Uh, England and then like Faye Jackson's wrestling in the uh in Germany at the WXW pay per views out there. She wrestled uh Tony Storm and, and Killer Kelly in a triple threat match. Sounds nice. Yeah. Some like they get put some of that stuff on a network. That'd be pretty cool. The right way though. Cause I know like the Evolve show occurred to uh what's it called? This one dude said, Oh, it was the Evolve show anniversary is not until fucking January, and WWE just put on the fucking show just to put on it. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say his name, though, but that kid's annoying. If you want to fight him. I will possess, though. <laughs> okay. I feel you. Uh, I don't know. What was it? I was about to say something. Else. Oh yeah, finish seven first. I think we just want to be in back. Brian Cage, beat Mike Elgin. Uh, Mike Elgin then was about to beat the shit out of uh, Don Callis, and he was saved by a masked man with tree trunk legs who hit a oh, we can say his, of some sort. We can say we can say his name now because his contract expires tomorrow. Oh really? Yeah. Would you uh? I don't know. Uh, he was some kind of man beast. Um, <laughs> I it was the elephant, right? I believe like his, elephant. Yeah, something like that. I I believe his name was uh, Terrence Guido Garing. Yeah. Uh, you sir. Oh, he used to go by the. Uh, he used to wrestle on ECW too. His nickname was a big epic, the big fucking deal. Yeah, something like that. And he's from uh, Detroit, Michigan. You know. He was. The last, he's actually the last real ECW champion and the television champion. Right, right, right. Uh, sometimes he wrestles with the last name of Richards, you know. <laughs> it's, it's fucking right, though. I can't, I can't. <laughs> I gotta, yeah, you know, it's actually, his contract actually expired today, though, so he's good. Right, right. I, uh, it's, it's January, uh, yeah, July uh, 17th, so he, he can go to a fucking TV show now. Hey, do you think, Rhino? Uh, I don't know. Rhino's one of the easy dudes, w dudes I don't mind seeing because he's taking care of himself and can still fucking wrestle. You know what I mean? Like, he turned, like, WWE tried to get him to sign a contract. He was like, I'm not going to sign this contract just to sit at home and get a check. I'd rather wrestle on the indies. Now you mad at him. So, do your shit, man. You took care of yourself. You can keep wrestling. Like, even this time in WWE, it was mostly comedy shit. So, he went, it was like a break for him. You know what I mean? Doing the comedy shit with uh, Slater. So, hey. I got my kids. Right. So, hey, do you think, man? Uh, no. 
night, man. If if Rhino wants to wrestle, I'm cool with it. But all the ECW dudes, no, we're not taking everybody. Tommy Dreamer can keep doing his little pop ups. RDD can keep coming in and doing his thing. Um, but those are it. Is Raven still in good shape? Nah, no, no. Yeah, so no you don't see Raven. Can you see Raven at the uh, the uh, the asylum shits when Eddie Edwards in there? Oh yeah, you're right. No, nah. no Raven. <laughs> Steve Steve Richards might be in shape. Like Steve Richards always stayed in good shape. He just like never. I think, I think he, he actually, uses that. Steve Richards works for another company. Uh, I think he actually works for WWE right now. We ain't gonna see him. Shame everybody works for WWE now. Because they don't want to work in other places. Uh, I don't know. No, he just runs his podcast now. He has a pressing school. Okay. Alright. Shout out to him. Hey, do your thing, Stephen. Um, yeah. ECW Originals. I don't want to see y'all yet. Balls Mahoney. R.I.P. Do you want to see our bully Ray? He's still out there. Uh, I don't think anybody wants to see bully Ray right now. Devon works for uh, WWE. Sabu, I'm tired of seeing him already. Fucking <laughs> uh, Devon, like he, I think it has another. He had, they had another baby again. What's this number thirty six? I don't know, like, this nigga got, like, a, a brand new white woman and had a baby by him. Now, he, he got, like, a bow, I think. Another? A what? Yeah, yeah, right, he got, like, I think six. I think, like, six or eight kids now. He got, like, a two twins. He got, like, a, another middle kid. He got, like, a kid who's, like, fucking six. Then he got, like, a fucking a, a freshly newborn or, a couple, like, a baby who's, like, six months old. I'm like, damn, this nigga's wild. That's crazy. That nigga be naming off his uh, kids like a DNA song. It was Monica, Timothy, Letitia. That nigga is really living a, a, the Deadly Boy lifestyle. How uh, Daddy Dudley was going to town to town uh, making babies, man. And that's how they had like Spike, Cyanide Dudley, RIP Big Dick Dudley, Dances with Dudley, Bubba Ray Dudley, and Diva. Right? I feel like. Come on, just tell me. Hold on, man. I had to look it up. Uh, in his first marriage, he had four sons and a daughter. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. His kids were all burnt. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Smoothie Jack, uh, another baby. Man, the, the fuck you guys want kids, Devon? Apparently he's got more, but it's just top stuff, so I don't know. Why the fuck you guys are more kids? <laughs> That's why he can't that WWE check. Like, hey, he got you. Like, hey, I got now to feed me. Shit, I think that's all we covered today. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't do the last match on the first Sammy. Sammy Callahan beat Tessie Blanchard in an intergender match. I don't really care for them. They had a- Yeah, she was nice. I liked it. It was okay. 
Like, I, I like Sammy Callahan. He can fucking wrestle. And Tessa Blanchard, like I said, she's like one of the best, is the best female wrestler right now in wrestling. Oh, uh, from Bro Dolly, uh, Sean Spears, his manager, will be Tully Blanchard, speaking of Tessa. So, man, Tessa might end up in the heat up. Well, it's like what it's like one of the things like when people leave they just get another characters and like it's fucking filled with void. Because I feel like I don't know, like they don't scramble, but now it's like wrestling's getting really like exclusive. People's going here and here. Now it's going to be like things gonna be fighting over people. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, in some cases that can be a good thing. People get paid more money and shit. At the same time, that can fuck over some companies. I mean, Impact, they'll be cool. They've always been like, we'll go find some new people, make some new stars and shit. They'll be okay. Ring of Honor, man, they're fucked. They don't have the money to outpay like AEW or New Japan or um, WWE. And they don't really have a history of making like original fucking stars and shit. You know what I mean? Like every now and then they get one or two. But, like, compared to places like Impact, man, they are fucked. Yeah, I feel like they're going to get, like, the short end of the stick anything because, to be honest, like, who's going to be signing with Ring of Honor now? <laughs> I don't know. I have no fucking idea. Can I Lito signed a big contract and exclusive content, like, roofs and them niggas, and it's like, but I don't know. You have money for this. But now they got like uh, these uh, these up and wave like I think it's Jacob Fat too. Like he's going like once his contract's up, niggas gonna be throwing the money at him. He going WWE with the family. Of course, it's like Rome was gonna convince his cousin. Look, cousin, you want to come here? You're gonna be Intercontinental Champion and Come on. It's gonna be one of those things like hey. He's already the champion in MOW, so, like, why not? So, I don't know, man. I, I think it's a good thing that wrestlers get paid more and all that, but some co- smaller companies are going to get fucked. Like, it's it's going to be the same shit that happened with WCW and WWE. Like, just paying everybody all kind of fucking money. More companies getting fucked over. That's my big concern. So, what, like, uh, fucking... Like AWA and shit like that. They got fucked back in the day. Right. That's my thing. Yeah, only time will tell unless niggas start like merging up. Like I know like AWA and fucking Memphis Championship Wrestling and then like uh it was like Woke Woke uh Class Championship Wrestling, they all merged up and had like a fucking had like a fucking T V show like in the early nineties. But who would merge and compete now? Because some motherfuckers just got too much bad blood. Like, right. I mean, they, they tried to merge, but it was it was so much egos in the match. So like, niggas, no, nobody really want to lose. I know the like, championship. Yeah, and it's like I know Impact's whole motto has been we work with anybody. You know what I mean? But that is, that shit doesn't work for everybody. Like MLW and Impact, they probably, they could do some shit together. You know what I mean? Because impact works for everybody. But uh, 
Ring of Honor? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Not as long as Delirious is there. You know what I mean? Um, New Japan, they ain't gonna fuck, they ain't fuck with nobody right now. Noah, they might fuck with, uh, I don't think they'll fuck with New Japan again. They might fuck with Impact again. Depends on, I don't even know why that one came to an end. But, uh, I don't know. I got no idea. But who knows? I don't know. They're doing their own little thing, I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they rebranded and all that shit. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, they got a bunch of hype right away. And it's like they did the rebranding and all that shit. And, like, Kenta came in and shit. And then that motherfucker immediately went to New Japan. Like... No, for a while, Kenta was, um, no, Kenta, when he first went to Noah, he was actually wrestling in Noah, and Noah had a working relationship with, uh, Ring of Honor back in the day. But I don't know what happened during that time, who knows, but this is like way before everything else. They fuck up every relationship they have. They fucked up the one with TNA, the one with New Japan, the one with Noah. It was Ring of Honor. Well, let's, let's just be real. Uh, was it Ring of Honor or was it them? Man, I'm gonna say it's Ring of Honor. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, these bidding wars don't get everybody killed because New Japan, AEW, and WWE have that long money. I mean, technically, in fact, is owned by a company with long money. But, uh, are they really gonna, like, throw out the money to, like, get in the bidding war? Or just, like, keep doing your thing? Because, I mean, Impact is making money now. So, maybe that's all they will fucking want out of it. Like, and apparently they're getting a new TV deal. So, so who knows? I feel like, uh, I think what certain shit, I think house shows is like a waste of money. I think it depends on how they do it. Like, Ring of Honor, they're fucking up because they're running house shows in arenas that hold like 5,000 people and only like 200 are showing up. So they're wasting money on that shit. But Impact, on the other hand, apparently they charge more money for their house shows, but they do it in smaller venues. And the same thing. No, I'm sorry. They do their house shows in smaller venues, and they get them ad revenue from Twitch and all that shit, right? But then they also sell their pay-per-views for more money than uh, Ring of Honor does. So, I don't know. Somebody, in fact, has some good business sense. Um, only time would tell, though. So, who knows? Hopefully, uh, hopefully something good happens. Right, like, niggas, uh, put your egos aside and start working together. If not, hey, this is wrestling. It'll never happen. Niggas never put your egos aside. Of course, like, you know, niggas, like, hey, this is my champion here. I want you to work with my champion. So, um, it's not going to work. Like, my, my champion's not losing today. Um, like, 
I don't know. Like you, you'd be probably the same way. Like you got your champion, and you, you lend them out to the show. You want your champion to look weak, look strong, or how, you know how you want it to be booked. Right. Well, I don't know, man. You don't really want your champion losing, but at the same time, somebody's got to lose. <laughs> like so, who who feels comfortable enough in their champion losing? Like I feel like. Like, I get why Impact wouldn't want Brian Cage doing this shit. Like, losing in a fucking battle way out at AEW. Like, that shit looks stupid as fuck. But if he's gonna lose to, like, Kenny Omega or some shit, that's okay. Like, and get some exposure to your, uh... Same brand. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's... It gotta be the right way, though. It gotta be the right, the right opportunity, the right circumstances. Right. So, I don't know. Hopefully. Like you said, it all depends on if they can put their egos aside. It all just depends. Um, what else you got? I think that's it. Reunion show on Monday. Um, AJ Styles is talking shit to Adam Cole on Twitter. So, I miss me there. It might be getting called up. Um, Superstar Billy Graham had some more bullshit to say about Kofi Kingston. I don't even feel like reading it. Motherfucking hater. My thing is, this is like a cool idea, which is not gonna happen. It would be fucking AJ Styles on the Universal Belt, and then fucking Doc Gallows and uh, and fucking Karen someone's attacking belts and have them wrestle a new day. Shut up. Get us on my WWE universe. Fucked up. I'm a mad as fuck at them about 2K. So last time I bought a 2K game, man, this might be the last one. Hey, what the uh, Billy Graham say? Uh, I don't know. I didn't even read the shit. I was like, oh, what? He's he still talking shit. I was just like, oh, Billy Graham's mad again. He kept scrolling. Like, my friend was always mad. Let me see. Uh, I see him going to tweet some shit about John Cena. Let me tweet. Let's see. Oh, uh, it's not directly about COVID. It's like, I've paid my fucking dues in this business. I've earned the right to say anything I want. Blah, blah, blah. You see the dirty hands of Larry Dollar in my mouth. Apparently, tear it open. Oh, that's him talking about the matches he's had. Blah, blah, blah. Some of you need to understand. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, he's just bitching about people being mad at him. He's he says he's made his fucking news and he can say whatever he wants. Okay. I don't know. Somebody asked CM Punk, did you write your rivalry with uh, John Cena? CM Punk just said, Jesus wrote it. Okay. I don't know. That's all I got. Shit. It's been a slow week. Even with all the time we missed. Hmm. Fuck <laughs> Billy Graham. Man, I'm. But man, 
apparently this is the anniversary of this Brody's death. That's, that's sad. Man, the, the whole fucking documentary thing, I was like, yo, that's fucked up. How like, they did him? Yeah, for sure. Have you seen the one with uh, Gino Hernandez? You watched that one? Yeah. I see now. Man, that nigga did a fucking cocaine. He did like a fucking cereal ball of cocaine to the point where Jake the Snake was scared. Like, I know. I was like, how much fucking cocaine you got to do to scare Jake the Snake? <laughs> Jake was like, whoa, whoa, this is way too much. And no, I party. He was like, well, this is some heavy shit. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, he, he must have been doing some shit to have Jake. Like, for real, how fucked up does he got to be? Like, Jake the Snake, like, hey, you need to calm that shit down. <laughs> Um, Jake left. He said, fuck this. He's out of here. <laughs> Make Jake like, no, no, no. I'm good. That's some shit. That's all I got, man. Same here. Apparently Sasha Banks might come back. That's, that's it. Who knows? Shit, I hope she come back. I know she was training in Japan and shit, though, but... If you don't come back, it's cool. If you do, it's okay, you know? Hey, deliver out your contract and go sign somewhere else. Be smart about it like Dean Ambrose. Don't be don't be on the internet bitching like Luke Harper and, and then he just holds your ass forever. Dean is like, I'm going to keep working. I'll just keep working. And the minute he was gone, the nigga was like, all right, man. I'm doing some real wrestling now. All right. So I don't know. Hang on to it. What happened to Bo Dallas? I ain't seen that motherfucker in a while. Oh, they're wrestling on a fucking main event. Mm-hmm. I forgot that show existed. Never mind, man. Really? Like Dana Brooks on there and shit. She wrestles Sarah Logan, and the match was pretty decent. I'm like, it's it's dumb because I think it was like EC3 and fucking and Eric Young versus motherfucking. Titus O'Neil and fucking No Way Jose and I was like, wow. I heard this shit's bad. Uh, Eric Young the producer backstage now. Which that's, um, that's fucked up. I feel like he got fucked over because Killian Dame, he went back to NXT and he's like must have uh fucking uh feud with Matt Riddle and then Alexander Wolf, he went to uh NXT UK and he's in a group with fucking Walter. And then, like, um, Nikki Cross, she's like, she's with uh, Alexa Bliss right now, helping her out and stuff. And it's like, this nigga Eric Young got lost, lost in the shuffle. That's all I got, man. Same here. I think we had a great show. It was. It was epic. I know. You didn't have as many jokes. Nope, we just said that for uh, Twitter. Right. Or uh, I just made uh, only a fans count for the Pop Bob Jitsu page. Nah, bro. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's all you. <laughs> I hope Matt tweeted that shit earlier. And, like, somebody like Big Mo. He's like, what? You gotta be joking. I'm like, I'm bullshitting, man. <laughs> That's all you, man. I'm, I'm like, 
I'm good. I was like, that was a joke. Uh, like, I, I had this in the draft. I'm like, I'm going to tweet this one of these days and see who they think we're serious or not. And somebody like, yo, you guys are tripping. Man, uh, I heard they be getting like 100000 a year off that, though. I don't know, man. Shit. I don't know. Some hardcore money right there doing crazy right. shit. I don't know, man. I, I ain't got it in me. Yeah, me either. That's all I got, man. Well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Oh, what you gonna do? <laughs> Fuck all COVID. <laughs> right. Like he's gonna be on the Raw reunion. I'm like, oh man. Who Hogan? Yeah. So Hulk Hogan. So Hulk Hogan, Lars Sullivan, and uh, Michael Alvin. Welcome to a bar. <laughs> All the white uh, people walk out. <laughs> pretty much. Well, that's pretty much it. I have, I have nothing. I'm like, I'm, I'm on the shit. Uh, me too. I'm not in the show without B. You see, he says some. Something crazy. Right. I don't know. It's fucking over. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Is it? It's right. done. Cut. It's a wrap. They said I would never make it. Bad advice, but I'm gonna have to take it Rather be hated than be loved by niggas that fake it Shit's crazy, that's why I get faded Till my eyes look lazy and my vision gets hazy No, I can't love you, lady You been shared like a lighter, I ain't fucking crazy Hot nigga from the 90s, I'm a summer baby City turned me to an artist, watch me get the painting Draw up that shit, they put in art exhibits Cold flow, Antarctic shivering Goosebumps, nigga, phone chilling So awesome, be no Boston Don't trust a soul, learn that from Steve Austin Sneaky ass bitches creeping around with your boss, man Right behind your back, ain't it funny how you caught them Can't be a dummy, cause that ain't what mama taught them Speaking like Jeff Hyde, fuck like Josh Gordon Window shop came when it came to the joy Teenager at the mall, can't even afford it But them five dollar white teeth save the moment As long as you didn't get a fucking stain on it Flashback, I remember when I didn't have that Came up from the bottom, now a nigga kinda past that Flashback, I remember when I didn't have that Came up from the bottom, now a nigga kinda past that Flashback, I remember when I didn't have that Came up from the bottom, now a nigga kinda past that Flashback, I remember when I didn't have that Came up from the bottom, now a nigga kinda passed that No Facebook when I say I'm about to tag a nigga She gon' be loyal but she never had a real nigga Look me in my eye and you can see that I'm a real nigga Yeah, so you can miss me with that wax shit Dope so raw, you can smoke it in the plastic Let a nigga try me, he gon' get his fucking ass whipped Out of sight, out of mind, tatted on my back Bitch, a couple years ago, I was broke, I ain't have shit
shit. I was down and out, fucked up, looking bad shit. Now I got these niggas looking at me on some mad shit. When I close my eyes and go to sleep, I see my dad shit. Every single dollar that I make, I'm about to stash shit. The old niggas that I hung with on some ass shit. Now I'm millimeter by my side, don't make me blast it. Will God eat a god, motherfucker, about to thrash shit. Niggas out here acting like some bitches on some fag shit. My little brother lost in the sauce on some sad shit. I wish that I could hang with him more and teach him mad shit. One seven, you Now a nigga kinda passed that Flashback, I remember when I didn't have that Came up from the bottom, now a nigga kinda passed that Flashback, I remember when I didn't have that Came up from the bottom, now a nigga kinda passed that Flashback, I remember when I didn't have that Came up from the bottom, now a nigga kinda passed that